0: Dear Miss Blast and Miss Bomb, my name is Dawn. Dawn Goblins. I'm sending you this jar of sound, requesting that you consider my candidature for the position of intern on your radio show. I know you don't know me, but I know everything about you. I've been listening in for a while now. No, not like a creep. It was my job. You see, I work at the snitchery department, down at the quiet people's headquarters. We listen to everything. Most nights, it's just sound clouds, crickets, and the occasional sneeze. But every now and then, there's a pleasant surprise. Like you two. You see, I always wanted to end up in show business. But living under the quiet people rule, that seemed like a distant dream. It's funny. When they first came to power, no one thought they'd succeed at getting the whole world to go quiet. Yet, here we are stranded on a treeless earth, strangers to the sounds of our own voices. Not you two, of course. You've been chatty. Don't get me wrong, I think it's so brave. In fact, I think you've inspired me to finally break my silence, so here I am. As for my professional experience, I'm a snitch with close to two decades of demonstrable experience, working cross-functionally to deliver agile solutions. I started out at the Quiet People's Headquarters mailroom as a grad student and I've since made it up the ranks. I currently serve as Assistant Vice President of Snitchery. It's not what I dreamt of doing as a boy. It isn't showbiz. So I think it's finally time to hang up my headpiece and pursue what I was meant to do. I know it's not the obvious plan for a guy who spent most of his career spotting and quelling any source of sound in the world to want to work in broadcast radio. But hey, I've got to give it a shot. I look forward to seeing you soon. Best wishes, warmest regards, Dawn Goblins.
1: How do you think the world ended? Climate change? Virus outbreak? Nuclear war? AI uprising? A good old biblical Armageddon? What if it told you... It was all of the above. I'm Cherry Bomb, renegade anti ambitionist and survivor of the Five Plagues. And I'm Berry Blast. I'm a plant person, and I am also here. We're broadcasting from a secret location, bringing you tales from across our withering world, in which the quiet people's reign of silent terror ravages our post apocalyptic wasteland. This is Apocalyptic podcast at the end of the world. And if you're still out there, we're looking for you. Why won't she stop growing? How the fuck am I supposed to know? We're running out of space here. I anticipate she'll be twice the size by tomorrow and I'm beginning to think we we might have to let her go. What do you mean, let her go? She's ours now, and she goes where we go, and we go where she goes. Are you suggesting we move again? We just set up here, and besides, we don't even know what this creature is, or how to care for her. This creature? She has a name, you know. And look, she's coughing. You've upset her. Okay relax, it's probably just a hairball. Okay, that's not a hairball. Is that? Is that a man? <laughs> no. When was the last time you saw a man? That looks like a man. Hey. You don't know how they identify? <laughs> okay, intruder. Identify yourself.
0: Uh, I'm I'm done. Don goblins. My pronouns are he, him. I sent my application, the jar sound. I had it delivered to your doorstep. I wrote the address on it perfectly. Did you not get it? I thought you'd be expecting me.
2: Yeah,
1: we got that, but... How did you get here?
0: How did I get here? I came through the Azathoth.
1: You came through the what now?
0: You know, the Azathoth's. This right here. The big black thing that Mews.
1: Oh, Baby Void. Wait, so if you're here, can other people also come here through Baby Void?
0: No, you see, I I sent you this Azathoth. This Baby Void. So no one else knows where we are. I figured out where you were by tracing where your podcast was being broadcast from. So you have nothing to worry about. No one at work listens to podcasts. I, I would know. I've been trying to get them into Radio Lab for so long. Did you ever listen to their episode on Stop. fracking?
1: Stop! I have so many questions right now, but the first one is... You're a quiet person. Why should we trust you?
0: I was a quiet person. I've defected now. That line of work just isn't for me anymore. I am, as of right now, what you would call a whistleblower. But of course, Whistles were banned by the QP a long time ago, so that's more of a figurative term.
1: Fantastic. Mr. Goblins, with respect, we're in a lot of trouble already, and I don't know what gave you the idea that we're hiring, but we're not. Hey, if he's been listening in on everyone, he's probably got some intel on the Raptor. Let's just hear him out. Gosh, you're a woman possessed. Not everything is about the raptor.
0: Miss Baum, have we met before? You just look kind of... Don't bring it
1: up! It upsets her. She just has a really familiar face. Enough about us. Can you do some whistleblowing now? Like, what's the quiet people's headquarters like? You know, on the inside.
0: Oh, it's like any other office building. Lots of tweed, tinted windows, fluorescent light watered-down coffee, town halls, brainstorms, that kind of thing. Most of us are just worker bees. We keep our heads down, do our jobs, then hurry home to a quiet life. The Council of Quiet, they're the ones who make all the real decisions. Like that warning I sent you when you were recording your first episode.
1: You did what now?
0: You know, the... Greetings. This is a message from the quiet people. Remember?
1: Yeah. Bit hard to forget.
0: Uh, well, at the Department of Snitchery, all we really do is push a button and then send an automated message out whenever we hear something. And I specialize in radio. Of course, there hasn't been anything on the radio for what seems like forever now. And then I caught your signal. And I heard your show. And it reminded me of what i always wanted to do. And the rest, as they say, is History?
1: History? That was two months ago. Is this guy for real? You just forgot to mention that you sent us a very pointed threat. That was the reason we had to move bunkers overnight. Yeah, I have a bad feeling about this one. Level with me here, Don. You're wearing a wire, aren't you?
0: Wear a wire? Please. I would never do that. This is a first edition Alexander McQueen PPE kit.
1: It is really well tailored for a PPE kit.
0: Yeah. We snitches always have the best tailors.
1: Sure, looks like it.
0: Yeah, snitches get stitches. That's where that comes from.
1: I don't think that's where... Anyway, I still don't trust you.
0: I sent you a jar of sounds, which is technically illegal. So if the quiet people trace it here, I'd be in as much trouble as you.
1: So you expect us to believe that you, an ex-snitch with great fashion sense, by the way... Really exceptional. Defected from dystopian overlords and hurtled through baby void to come ask us for an internship at our podcast, which by the way is just two episodes old.
0: What can I say? It was time for a change. I was wasted in the department of snitchery and I'm not even that good of a listener. And honestly, the policies seem a little extreme for my liking. I told you I always wanted to be in showbiz. And post-apocalyptic pirate radio? What's more showbiz than that?
1: Literally everything.
0: Well, frankly, I disagree.
1: Well, frankly, I find your rabid ambition a bit offensive.
2: Okay,
1: let's everybody just take a step back.
0: Now, is this the part of the interview where I get to ask you questions?
1: This isn't an interview. What's your question?
0: Did I get it? The internship?
1: We're not hiring.
0: And how exactly do you two plan on taking care of this Azathoth? I'm technically the one who hatched this creature.
1: This creature? She has a name, you know.
0: Okay, sure. Baby Void. Hey there, Baby Void. If you've named her, sounds like you'd like to hold on to her. So this would be a bad time for me to up and leave with my Baby Void. Technically... I'm its mom. Baby Void? I didn't get the internship. Looks like we're leaving, honey. Come on, get your things.
1: No, don't. Okay, let us think about this. If you're looking for job security, you should know that we can't stay in one place for very long. Baby Void keeps growing, right? And she's already too big for this bunker.
0: I guess that can be my first task. Let's put these on you, you little cutie.
1: Hey, what are you doing to her? What is that?
0: These are my finest pair of cashmere noise-canceling earmuffs. You know Azazol's grow when they hear sound, right? Why do you think she's grown so big and so fast? You're running a radio show for crying out loud.
1: Oh, we did not know that. Um, anyway, let Miss Baum and I confer regarding your case. We should be just a few minutes. He knows we can't pay him, right? Like, I mean, what's this guy's deal anyway? I don't know why he kept saying baby word like that. Oh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Whoa, I haven't seen one of these in years. Do they still talk?
2: Yes, I am programmed to speak 108 languages and over 250 dialects. I know all the words. I have the best words. Bigly.
0: So you're a SmartBot 2020 then? Can't believe you're still in working condition, old girl. Speaking of working conditions, do you think I'll get the job, SmartBot?
2: Did you say get the job? Would you like me to look for jobs in your area via LinkedIn? You click on the job listing. Your qualifications have been auto-filled with the words, not, enough. The cursor blinks. You scroll down to the fields that ask you to fill in your basic information. These fields are barren. Nothing grows here. Nothing could ever grow here. You look down at the cover letter you neatly printed, now crumpled into a ball in your fists. Your knuckles are whiter than the paper. The job listing asks you to answer additional questions. The listing demands that you fill out a questionnaire honestly and to the best of your knowledge. The listing asks for a blood sacrifice. You click Submit with bloody hands. Everyone is hiring. Everyone is being hired. Everyone is synergizing. Everyone is optimizing. Except you. You click on your inbox icon. You are offered several jobs on the spot. You accept the position and shake the manager's hand through your screen. You step into your screen and awaken in your mother's home. It smells like breakfast. But the kitchen is bare. You look down and see there is still a hand, gently shaking your hand. You hear your stomach turn. You remember you haven't eaten. You walk up to the microwave. You read its electronic display another questionnaire do you have over three years experience in your field are you at this time or have you ever been agile where do you see yourself in five years time is that a disembodied arm you're shaking you answer the questionnaire honestly and to the best of your knowledge the microwave door swings open inside it You find a sheaf of papers. The first page is a photo of your parents face the day you were born. They look happy, hopeful. The second sheet is a list of every adjective that has been used to describe your work ethic. You turn the page swiftly. Pages 3 to 46 are a cacophony of voices like an office bullpen on a Friday afternoon. Page 47 is the sexual harassment report you filed against your boss at your previous job, with the word unverified stamped against it. Page 48 is a declaration of all the bonuses given to the boss who sexually harassed you. Page 49 through 62 is an essay on how to stay productive during a pandemic. Page 63 has the words mental health written on it, underlined twice. (laughs) Page 64 is a job listing. It is perfect for you. You have the relevant experience. You have always wanted to work at an organization like this one. You are confident, you are hopeful. You turn the page. The hiring manager has listed their contact information, address, blank, phone number, blank, email, blank. You look up. You are in a waiting room flooded with white light. A dozen other applicants are seated on benches arranged at six feet distance from each other. Everyone is wearing a mask. Except you. The receptionist shakes her head at you. And points to the fishbowl full of disposable masks at her desk. You take one and put it on. It fogs up your glasses. You watch as other applicants go into the office. None of them come out. You wait. For your name to be called. What is your name? You can't remember.
0: Uh, it wouldn't hurt to have a plan B in case I don't get this internship after all.
1: So we talked and you've got the job, but on two conditions. One, you have a lot of intel from your old job, and you need to share it with us whenever we need it. Let's start with this. We're searching for someone called the Raptor. Know anything about her?
0: Yeah, I've heard some things. What's second condition?
1: Well, you obviously know a lot about AsaSlots. What is it? AsaSlots? Well, we clearly don't. So, you're gonna have to help us raise Baby Void.
0: You got it, boss. Baby void, come here, you little
1: cutie. Okay, rule number three. And this one's really important, so listen up. We're going to need you to slack off at any time you can manage it. No scaling up, no to do lists, no synergy, no incentives or appraisals, and under no circumstances are you to optimize anything ever. I know you're an ambitious guy, but. We just don't do that here.
0: You don't do synergy?
1: No, we don't do ambition. Okay. Congratulations! You've got the job! Welcome aboard, I guess.
0: Oh my goodness. Thank you. I won't disappoint you. I promise. And you know what? I'm already over task number two. I know a place we can go. Now that baby void has outgrown this bunker, it's a colony down south. They say it's the most beautiful place on Earth. It's totally soundproof. They have Mountain Dew on tap, Die Hard 1 through 26 on Blu-ray, and I've even heard they have a guy who just walks around the place with a guitar playing Wonderwall.
1: Yeah, sounds like a riot.
0: Hey, so now that I'm officially an employee, can I be on the podcast?
1: Absolutely not.
0: Uh, but I'm already on this episode, and... Which episode? Episode three, we're recording, right?
1: No, we were just setting up when Baby Void coughed you into existence.
0: Then why is that light blinking? Oh, fuck.
1: I think we've been broadcasting this whole time. Hmm <sighs> it would appear we have. Okay, listeners, we're sorry. This has been an unusual transmission, but hey, now you're all caught up. Are you in turn, Mr Goblins? Please,
0: call me Don.
1: Are you in turn, Says he knows a safe place down south that, frankly, sounds too good to be true. But he did risk a lot getting here and we need to go somewhere that can accommodate baby voids. So, I guess we're gonna go check it out. We're excited, listeners. and Maybe this could get us one step closer to the raptor. Until next time. Can Berry Blast and Cherry Bomb trust Don Goblins? Will Baby Void stop being so volatile and settle down? And what will they find in the safe place down south that frankly sounds too good to be true? Find out on the next episode of Apocalypse. The podcast at the end of the world. Hey, if you're out there, don't let it get quiet. Is anybody listening? Apocalypse is created, written and performed by Namakumar as Cherry Bomb, and Nishavasudevan as Berry Blast, Nathaniel Torok as Don Goblins, outro by Zayn Kalkatawala, episode artwork by Namakumar, edit and sound design by Nishavasudevan, audio mixed and mastered by Lakshman Parasuram and music and SFX from Envato Elements. Find us on Instagram at apocalyptic.podcast.